Welcome to the Get Out of Porn podcast. I'm your host, Joe Wilkie. I'm really excited about this newest offering from Focus Press, the Get Out of Porn podcast, because it's something that's been in my mind and been in the works for a long time. And so I'm excited to be able to partner with Focus Press to produce this and to put out content that I hope will be very helpful for you. In this podcast, we hope to address several different items surrounding getting out of porn. The behavioral pieces, triggers, white knuckle change, accountability, the good and the bad, how to how to choose accountability partners. But we want to dig into deeper issues as well, the traumatic issues and emotional regulation and and maybe some internal family systems work that helps us understand the different parts of our addiction. We also want to talk about betrayal trauma, handling your wife's triggers. How do you confess to your girlfriend, to your wife? What does that look like? So we have so many different things we can go through uh, and, and, and discuss as we journey together through this getting out of porn. But I want to briefly start with an introduction of myself. Again, my name is Joe Wilkie. I am a licensed professional counselor. I have my master's in professional counseling and I've been uh, doing therapy for the last about six and a half years, uh, specializing in sex addiction. So I work with men and women alike who are struggling with sex addiction, not necessarily even just porn addiction. Sometimes that includes those going to prostitutes or brothels or, or who are um, chronically cheating on their spouse or, or who are chronically masturbating. Sex addiction runs the gamut. But this specific podcast is for those who are trying to get out of pornography. I have a personal history to this, which I'll get to in a second, but um, I've been privileged to be able to study up on this quite a bit. I have an entire seminar uh, called The Silent Epidemic that I give at various churches, and I'm currently working on a book as well on the quick guide to getting out of porn. And really, it's going to be a booklet, and then we're going to have a book hopefully release later next year. And I've also been fortunate, very blessed to be able to work with some of the best in the world at this, uh, at a place called the Begin Again Institute in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, I worked with a distinctly Christian part of that two, two-week two intensive called Boulder Recovery, and they are just the best. I, I mean, they are they do incredible work. They do a lot of trauma work. They bring in multiple techniques. They bring in multiple therapists. I'm I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to do some individual therapy for them with, with brain spotting and such, and so I cannot say enough good things about the Beginning Again Institute and Boulder Recovery. Of course, they aren't Church of Christ affiliated, but they are. the Boulder Recovery is Christian affiliated, and um, it's exciting work that they do, and it's exciting work that, that I get to do working with men and women alike who are coming out of this addiction. And so I want to get into my personal backstory Um just so you kind of know where I'm coming from, you know my credentials now and why I'm passionate to discuss this, of course, with it being something I specialize in. But that passion started a long time ago because at around the age of 12, 11, 12 years old, I started getting into pornography. And of course, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my dad was an elder in the Church of Christ. And I was a goody two-shoes kid. I was the youngest of four. I rarely got in trouble. But I had this this demon, I had this part of me that I was so ashamed of that I could not tell anybody about as I started getting into pornography. It got worse and worse and worse, um, started getting into harder pornography. My parents knew about it. I actually ended up telling them um, when I was I, probably six months into it, but that didn't stop me. They put all the accountability software on the computer. They did everything that they were supposed to do as parents, but they didn't check in on me that much. Uh, they were just hoping that by putting those blocks on the computer, it would help. 
Of course, over the years, they ended up giving me books, and, and we did have some discussions and such, but I found that the books never really did help. I did all the reading. I took a 30-day intensive online and tried to get myself out of porn as as much as possible. I went to Bear Valley at a young age and uh, Bear Valley Bible Institute of Denver. And I think it's now Bear Valley Bible Institute, maybe Institute International. Um, but either way, I went there at a young age. I was homeschooled and, and was able to attend. And so I thought around the age of 16, 17 years old, I was that was my ticket out of porn. I had been struggling with it for so long, but how could I not come out of it by studying the Bible every day, being around godly Christian men? But in reality, it got worse. I indulged in pornography even more so, and I couldn't figure it out. I mean, I'm, I'm closer to God than ever, seemingly, but I'm also utilizing porn more than ever. What gives? Why is that even the case? That's not fair. That's not how this is supposed to work. This was my ticket out of here, and it wasn't. And so I spent the two years at Bear Valley um, getting worse and worse with my masturbating and, and with my pornography habits. Of course, at that point, I had my own laptop and was finding ways to get around software then. Had my own cell phone, was finding ways to get around it. Um, and so the addiction just got worse and worse. And finally, after the end of two years, uh, I, I thought, man, I'm done with this. I have to tell somebody. I have to do something about it. And I had kind of had accountability before, but nothing that really stuck. And I said, you know what? I'm done. I'm, I have hit rock bottom. I have gone through my, my times of suicidal ideation and just wanting to end it just to be done with this with with this horrible addiction. Uh, I had been so low emotionally and just depressed and anxious and worried about people finding out that I said, you know what? Something's got to give. And so I actually went on a campaign that, that you have to do at Bear Valley and ended up getting together with a guy, um, another guy named Chris Croats, who also works in this field and, and we can't say enough good things about him as well. He's doing some really good work in this area. And together with two other gentlemen, we started an accountability group. And that's the accountability group that really helped me get out of pornography, brought me out of it. Along the way, though, I had to, to work through some of my own emotional issues. And that's been a growing or an ongoing process since then about me working through some of the emotional issues that took place as a kid. I was sheltered. I was homeschooled. I grew up in a great Christian home. But the home was volatile sometimes. And it was... To the point that pornography was a, a huge escape for me. And so that kind of brings us around to, look, if you're here at this podcast trying to figure out how to get out of porn, maybe this resonates with you. Maybe you've hit your low points and you've hit the times of just wanting to end it all. Maybe end your life so as to get out of porn, just to make it stop. Maybe you've hit rock bottom when it comes to shame. Uh, you Maybe you feel you can't tell anybody about it because if you did, your entire life would fall apart. Maybe you told people, but the accountability has been sporadic. Maybe you've done all of that. You've read the books, you've listened to podcasts, you've watched the videos, you have, have, you understand your triggers, you understand accountability, you do all of that, and you still can't seem to break the habit. What do you do then? Well, this podcast is also for you. And so as, as we look at this podcast, going forward, I'm going to structure it in a way that we're going to start with the behavioral stuff. The first few episodes are just they're going to be about getting the behaviors right, understanding your triggers, making sure we're bouncing our eyes. Is it a bad habit or is it an addiction, right? Signs of the addiction, white knuckle change, um, breaking free from shame. Some of those things that, that we have to do initially. We set this foundation, the ground floor, but then what? What if you've done all that? Where do we go from there? Well, then we want to get into really the, the deeper issues, which would be emotional, 
or traumatic issues that have taken place and helping us understand what is driving us to the addiction. What is our actual need? It's really important to know our, our real needs underneath because, you know, we may get triggered when we're alone. And so we learn from a behavioral perspective, just don't be alone. Never be in the house alone. And I did that as a kid. And I got to the point where I tell my mom, hey, don't leave me home alone because it's too much of a trigger. There's going to be some open device. Even if it's the TV, I'm going to find something, some movie, some TV show on, whatever it is. I don't want that to be the case. And so you learn not to be alone, but that doesn't actually fix the issue. And, and the reality is, why can't you be alone with yourself and with your thoughts without being triggered? A lot of times it's because we struggle too much with loneliness and what loneliness represents, right? We'll get into this more in the, in the triggers episode, actually, but what does loneliness represent to you? What does boredom represent to you? Sometimes when we're bored, we find ourselves, we just go, well, when I'm bored, I, I run to porn. Well, why? What's so bad about boredom that you have to run to porn to get out of it? A lot of times, boredom represents a low sense of self because we realize, basically, I'm not working. I'm, I'm kind of being worthless. And feelings of worthlessness can kick us into getting out of the, the shame of worthlessness, which kicks us into porn, right? It's a way to run from that. And so there's all sorts of different things like that that as we start to get into the deeper issues of porn, there's a reason you may not have gotten out of it yet, and that's probably because you haven't dealt with the underlying issues. I'm not one that believes in strict behavioral approaches here. As a matter of fact, I don't think you can get out with a strict behavioral approach. This is an intimacy disorder. It's often connected to attachment theory. It's connected to our relationship with ourself, which is why IFS, internal family systems, help so much. And so many times it's also connected to trauma. I've worked with so many guys who have they've struggled with molestation, um, they've, they've been molested for years or even a one-time thing and they blame themselves for that or they had a traumatic death of a parent or they moved all the time and there's a lot of trauma surrounding losing friends over and over and over and what was always there to pick them up? Pornography. So porn simply became the release and it became the friend and it became the symptom of the problem not the problem itself. So when we treat porn as the problem we're missing it. That's why it's so important to get this right. That's why it's so important to not just look at porn as a behavioral issue, but more as one of an emotional and a traumatic issue, where porn is simply the symptom of somebody who's really struggling internally, really struggling emotionally. I want to be able to help you through that. I, I want you to really understand the emotions that are driving you to the addiction and figure out what you can do about it. So that's what this podcast is for. That's why I'm excited about taking this into the future, seeing what we can cover, um, fully understanding that the behavioral is fantastic. We have to start there, but it does not end there. So I hope you'll stick with us throughout this process as we, as, as I give this. And I might hopefully have some interviews in the future. Uh, we'll have some exciting things. And if you have any input as listeners that you say, I really want this to be covered, Make sure you let us know on our Facebook page. Make sure you email in uh, to Focus Press because we want to know what's going to help you most. And so this is going to wrap up our first, very first episode of the Get Out of Porn podcast. In our next episode, we're going to look at triggers. We're going to try to wrap our minds around and understand all about triggers. And we will begin to build this foundation upon which we can build a solid structure to help us get out of porn. Thanks for listening.